All right, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, we start a new sermon series called Masterclass, and uh, we're going to be looking at like Matthew five thirteen through nineteen, um, and the salt and light of the the world. And uh, we had David from Texas Baptist preaching this Sunday morning, and it was just an awesome sermon. Mm-hmm. But I have one of our pastors here, Sean, with us, and we're just going to talk through it. Um, Two weeks ago, you were on the podcast, and we were talking through Second Corinthians of not being of this world, and even how we fight spiritually is not worldly. It's a, it's yeah. a spiritual battle. And so I kind of want to segue into the salt and light and not being of this world. And, and Sean, if you can just kind of help the listener today understand that a little bit. Yeah. And, and so this, this new series we're in is called Masterclass. Uh, and it's looking at Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. And so this is several chapters out of Matthew that this series kind of walk through. But as it's opening in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus really comes out swinging thematically um, with the Beatitudes mm-hmm. and then with this passage uh, looking at salt and light. Uh, and I think the the whole key of this is that if you're going to be a follower of Jesus you've got to be different from the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that you value are different from the world. That's the whole point of the Beatitudes. Like it's talking about the meek, the poor in spirit, the things that, that people would consider uh, weaknesses. Like that's yeah. actually going to be a value and that's actually something that's that's a positive and a strength in, in God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then we come into salt and light and the tone shifts a little bit from different values to you've just got to stand out. Sure. And so he, he kind of starts with... Um, instructing and and teaching his disciples. And really this whole Sermon on the Mount is Jesus taking some of the Mosaic law and bringing it back into, back under his teaching, back under like God's word, uh, away from all of the mess that had been around it, all of the different interpretations and everything that was going on and saying, no, this is truth right here. Right. Um, This is how to live it out. And so he starts with this idea of salt. Now at the time, salt, uh, you know, we think of salt as, you know, it's, it's on every, every table and every good. restaurant that you go to, <laughs> makes things taste a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cook with it, get a good sear on a steak, yeah. put it on your French fries. You know, that's, I think, where we go with salt. But in the time, salt played a pretty big purpose in preservation. Uh, you know, you didn't have a refrigerator to go plug into the wall. And so if you wanted food to last, which was pretty important yeah. uh, in this time, uh, salt played a big role. Um, in, in preserving things. And so whenever Jesus is talking about um, his people being the salt of the earth, uh, this is a big, big illustration talking about the purpose that Christ followers should be living out here, right. that we are accomplishing something for the good of this world, um, while at the same time doing it in a very, very different way than what the right. world would expect or what the world would value or what the world would appreciate. Sure. Um, you know, salt, something that Jesus says is, you know, salt, if it loses its if its flavor, flavor it's, yeah. it's, it's done. It's finished. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it has no more use. Uh, and and mm-hmm. part of the Beatitudes and part of why Jesus is giving this lesson, I think something for us to take away from is that to achieve this, to live this out, and to be consistent in this salt lifestyle, We've got to be connected with Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we can't just go out on our own because that's how we lose our flavor. That's how we, um, you know, get trampled underfoot, how we might as well just be thrown out to help the ice melt faster uh, <laughs> as that kind of salt. But if we want to be that preservative salt, yes. that useful salt, um, we got to be connected with Jesus. And I think yeah. in, in a lifestyle, this is going to make you stand out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus talks in multiple places in, the, in his teachings 
that if you're going to be his follower, you're going to look different from the world. And this yeah. passage is one of them. Uh, and so being the salt of the earth, uh, I think to evaluate, am I living this out? I think it's important to take a look at elements of your life and say, man, are my values the same as the world? Yeah. Are my choices the same as the world? Right. Um, am I just kind of keeping up with every single trend that makes sense by the world standards? Mm -hmm. Or do I have a set of values and do I have a set of practices and this foundation of my faith that sets me apart from the world? Um, and I think that's that's an important place to be when it comes to this salt uh, and this usefulness, this purpose that God yeah. wants to achieve through us on the world. Yeah, uh, it's it's scary, man. Like I'll be honest with you. Like even you see, I see friends and e even my friends in the church. You know, we, we talk a lot about music and going like, what is what is the line that we have to draw to go? Does that look like the world? You know, yeah. are we just doing things? I, you know, I feel like one of the most um, out of context scriptures is like, uh, be all things to all men. Right? right. And, and it's, it's scary because it's like, okay, yeah, you can do that. But at what, at what cost, yeah. you know, I, I ask that question all the time, like at what cost? And, and in this scripture, we see it clear, like Jesus is saying there, you have to be, there's gotta be something different about a Christian yeah. Yeah. that people go, you taste different, you look different, you know? And so, um, I'm just so excited about this sermon series and, and, and where Pastor John's going to take us in it. Um, one other thing, you know, Jesus as a teacher, and, and I love this too because I'm a creative person, but Jesus as a teacher, he uses these like parables and these pictures. Mm -hmm. And I know a couple weeks ago too, you said that you love illustrations. Yeah. So as a preacher, do you find that to be more helpful, like even when you're teaching students, to have some type of illustration like Jesus did? Yes, definitely. And I think that this is a lot closer to the actual meaning of that verse, mm -hmm. have become all things for all people. Sure. Because here's what that verse is talking about. For the sake of Christ. That's good. For the sake of pointing them towards Jesus. That's good. I think it's way, way, way more about meeting people where they're at mm -hmm. than conforming to what people like. Right. Um, you know, Jesus, the illustrations that he taught with were so powerful because it was real life for these people. Mm -hmm. this, it wasn't just head in the clouds and I'm going to give this like 30,000 feet uh, truth that no one's going to, that's not going to make sense to anybody. And so everyone's going to have to ask me more questions about it. I think that's just the opposite of helpful. But what Jesus did is he got down like ground level with people and was like, no, no, no. God's word is like this seed, right? Yeah. If you want to see it grow, it's got to be, it's going to be because of your soil <laughs> or your heart, right? Yeah. That illustration is powerful. Um, here with the salt, they would have known what that meant. They would have yeah. they would have recognized this usefulness. And then as he goes on and talks about light, I mean, how can you ignore the usefulness of light and the importance of it? But yeah, as a preacher, I think illustrations are, are critical. You know, I, in the student ministry, we've got students who are in theater. We've got students who are in right. band. We got students who play football, who play volleyball, who play basketball, who don't do any sports, who don't, who aren't really in the fine arts. But mm -hmm. maybe video games is like, man, that's what I am about. Like that's how I want to spend my free time. And I think if I'm if I'm going to accomplish the calling that God has in my life to reach people for His kingdom, then it I've got to meet people where they're at. Yeah. I don't have to go and take volleyball lessons to to meet a kid who plays volleyball and talk to them about Jesus. <laughs> sure. But maybe going to their volleyball game makes a difference. Absolutely. Um, or having an illustration about teamwork and how, and how that can be important. You know, yeah. that can make a difference because that's real. Because they know. Yeah. yeah they, they see that and they know that. That's uh, cool, man. Yeah. I remember going to a lecture one time and just being so fascinated by this person speaking. He didn't have any TVs. 
He didn't have anything that was there. He had a, a table and chair, and it was just him and a mic. And it was completely full. And he talked for like three hours. Hmm. But he captivated the audience because he was painting these pictures with his words. And I would imagine, I remember sitting there going like, this had to have been what it would have been like 10 times sitting with Jesus. Yeah. Going like to captivate an audience, to have that power, that gifting. Yeah. I know we talked about gifting yeah. um, of going, man, You, if you can captivate an audience without the smoke and the lights and the music. Yeah. That's a, that's amazing. Well, hey, Jesus didn't even have a microphone. Like, yeah. Yeah, he, and he's, he had yeah. crowds of thousands. So, <laughs> yeah, some people still forget that. I think I think we have microphones so that you don't have to yell. Um, yeah, but people forget that. People still yell with the microphone. <laughs> that's true. But no, I'm again. I'm so excited. And Sean, thank you just for kind of breaking this down. Uh, and I know for weeks to come, it's going to be an amazing series. So, to listener, stick with us through this. It's going to be awesome. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.